Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Creative Kindergarten Podcast. My name is Amanda, and I'm an early childhood educator in Ontario, Canada. And this podcast is a place where I talk about all things kindergarten. I pick a topic for the week, and I share my thoughts, my ideas, my learning around that topic. I am so excited to talk to you this week about getting ideas for your kindergarten classroom. This is something that I get all the time from just coworkers, from people on Instagram that I follow or who are following me is just like, how do we create meaningful, engaging, play-based learning environments for our students constantly having to come up with like new ideas to teach a variety of skills, to reinforce a variety of skills, especially if you're like in your first years of kindergarten education like it can seem really overwhelming sometimes and I really want to break down what that looks like for me personally I'm sure there's lots of other people that have other amazing ideas but for me personally I'm just going to talk a little bit about how I get ideas and you know what I do with those ideas to help me when it actually comes time to planning things because there's a lot of stuff out there All right, first of all, in a play-based, inquiry-based learning environment, the first place you're going to get ideas from is your students. Those guys know what they're interested in, they know what they're capable of, and usually if you just watch them, you'll be able to get a lot of ideas on you know, what you can plan or materials you can add to a space to really um, expand their learning and bring you know more learning to what they're doing so for example outside our kids were playing and they were so interested in the little helicopter the maple keys the seeds from maple trees whatever you call them i always called them helicopters um, but the kids were calling them maple keys and they were so interested in collecting them and then you know breaking them apart and asking what they were why do they um, come from the tree like that, you know, they were so interested in these maple seeds. So I was just outside with them. We talked about them. We opened them up. We looked at them and they were very interested once I threw them in the air to watch them spiral to the ground. Easy. Bring those maple keys inside your classroom, have a student collect some for you, and they can can continue their exploration inside. You know, they can learn to sort the different kinds of maple keys because there's lots of different ones they can you know uh, put up some magnifying glasses and they can look closer at them put out some paper and some pencils and they can draw them Uh, there's just so many different things that they can do you can collect other types of seeds and compare them to uh, to the maple keys that they have so some science learning some sorting Uh, we also found a template online to create your own kind of helicopter style um, paper folding thing so students could create their own maple keys and then we experimented with different because they had to have a weight on the end of the paper so that it would spiral and so we experimented with bigger paper clips as the the weight or smaller paper clips no paper clips what difference does that make And we just expanded on the learning of these maple keys that students were interested in outside. And, you know, that's where we took our inspiration from was from the students themselves, which was really important. And so that would just be my first 
big suggestion is to definitely look to your students to figure out you know what they're interested in and how you can take that interest and expand it in different ways in your classroom this definitely does take some practice so if you're just in your first year of kindergarten or you're going into your first year of kindergarten or second year and you're still learning how to do this you know it can be very overwhelming to to start you know a new uh, teaching position or to come into a new grade so if you're not quite there yet where like you're trying to figure out how to expand all the things don't worry it'll come as the years go on and you are uh, getting more experience you're getting more ideas and you know you're just able to settle into the routine of being a kindergarten educator it might take a few months it might take a year it might take two years that's okay you know we're all just like our students we're all learning and we're all growing so we have to give ourselves that grace also does this mean that every single time a student shows an interest in something you have to like expand on it no um they were very interested in these maple keys over uh, a few days and it was more than one student that was interested in these maple keys so you really don't have to uh, latch on to everything that the students show interest in i really try to focus you know um, my attention on things that are things that they have shown an interest in over time and multiple students are showing an interest in or else you're just constantly chasing down like little things that they could you know want to learn more about but you know sometimes it just doesn't lead anywhere so my first piece of advice look to your students where do they want to go where what do they want to learn about what can you do to expand their interests my next one is my personal favorite <laughs> it's my next idea is to use my two free resources that i have for you for the past two school years i have taken the day plans that we have used throughout the school year in the classroom and i have put them together into monthly idea lists where everything is broken down by week i share you know the resources that we use the materials that we use i link to things that might be um, important for that activity and it's all pictures so you can see exactly what i'm talking about and so these two years of ideas for centers provocations invitations for learning they're completely free tpt store i will link them in the show notes for you but you can definitely download those idea lists and have them at the ready whenever you're going to plan for your classroom do you have to follow like week one um this is what um, amanda did in her classroom so this is what i'm going to do no again we are following what students are interested in we are following our own scope and sequences to you know meet the needs of our students this is just like an outline to help you you know generate some ideas for your classroom and just make planning easier so definitely check them out but i it's not like a a year-long plan or anything like that it's really just some ideas for things that you can do in your classroom you know to reinforce the learning that is happening again they're completely free and i think each one is at least 70 pages long so 70 plus 70 times two pages times two packs of ideas that you can use in your classroom highly recommend you go and download those so that you can get tons of ideas that you can 
my next one is I use Instagram. I know not everybody is on Instagram. It can get very overwhelming for some educators um, because there's just so much out there. And those snapshots of life in the classroom can feel like either you're not doing enough, you know, your classroom doesn't look like this. What am I doing wrong? All those kinds of feelings of guilt or doubt kind of seep in when you're looking um, at these curated pictures of other educators on Instagram or Pinterest. But I always take it as in, in the lens that one, it's curated. Nobody, not nobody, sometimes people do put out like the quote unquote bad stuff um, in their classroom or the classroom fails. But most of the time people are putting their successes out there. They're putting like that very curated list of things that have gone well for them. Does that mean that, you know, everything that we're trying on Instagram, all, all the educators on Instagram, everything that we're trying is working out? No, definitely not. There's lots of times when I have tried activities or I've put together things for my students that have just like not worked. And so I always keep in the back of my mind that when I'm looking through Instagram, I'm just adding tools to my toolbox. I'm adding ideas um, for planning. I do not need to do everything. I cannot possibly do anything. And if there is an educator out there that can kudos to you because there's just i just there's not enough time in the day so really i use instagram to just uh, in the lens of helping me just make my planning easier and how i do that is that i have um like my saved lists so when you see an instagram post there's like a little banner thing i think it goes into the bottom right hand corner of each post and it's like a, a little save button that you can click on. And once you click on that save button, you can add that post to a collection. So what I do is I have different collections for different um, things in my class that I might be planning for my classroom. So I have a collection of art activities. I see so many amazing art projects out there. Am I gonna have time to do all these art activities? No, but when I'm planning and I'm thinking about an art activity, there's something that students are interested in, I might scroll through that art collection to see if there's something that matches, something that I can do with my students. The same thing for math, I have a whole collection of math books. Same thing for Play-Doh and class books, sensory bins, um, DIYs for the classroom. I have literacy instructions. There's so many different um, collections or I think they're called collections now that I'm thinking about it. Um, there's so many different places that you can um, save things to and you can really curate it. And then when you're ready to use one of those ideas for planning, it's there for you. So when you're scrolling through Instagram, you see a great idea. Instead of thinking like, oh, I just I don't know how this person does it. They have so many great ideas They're doing so much in the classroom. I could never instead just save that idea for later. You might really um, want to use that uh, idea later on in the school year, or maybe it's for the next year. Like I have things that I've saved on there from previous school years and I just keep growing my collection. It's a great like little visual reminder of different things that you see um, over on Instagram. So um, having those collections, those saved uh, pictures is just and then I like sorting them so that I'm not scrolling through like hundreds of posts to try to find the one thing that I saved so I like sorting them I like having those different collections so that I can really um, save those ideas and come back to them at a later time 
And my last great resource <laughs> for your kindergarten classroom for planning is coworkers. Um, if you are lucky enough to work in a bigger school that has more than one classroom, 100% those coworkers are great resources for bouncing off ideas for maybe sharing materials, for sharing resources. Coworkers are such a great resource to have alongside you. If you're in Ontario working in a kindergarten classroom with a teaching partner, either you're an ECE with a teacher partner or a teacher with an ECE partner, those like bouncing ideas off of my teaching partner is where I get the best ideas. So we'll be planning and we'll say, oh, we, we really need to focus on I don't know. I the other one of the times I'm thinking of is we were learning about Canadian coins and identifying and just sorting and uh, looking at the different Canadian coins. We really need to do something with these Canadian coins so that students could play around with them and um, you know find new ways to play with them. We had already added a cash register to our dramatic play center. We had already sorted them, do, done coin rubbings. We were just trying to think of something new and we were just talking back and forth like, oh, is there a STEM activity? Like, could we tie STEM into our coins? What could we do? And we we're, and then I said, oh, the kids have really been interested in building with Lego this week. Is there anything that we could do? And I, and as we were bouncing ideas back and forth, I said, why don't we challenge them to make a piggy bank for their coins? And my teaching partner was like, oh my God such a great idea because then once they've built their piggy bank so the challenge is you have to build something out of lego that has an opening at the top but that is contained to hold the coins we could um, have them identify the coins as they're putting them in their piggy bank and this was a huge hit with students <laughs> like it was just such a, a simple little idea that you know was born out of just talking back and forth with my teaching partner and we came up with a great STEM activity for students to do with coins that not only um, was just a great coin activity, but it worked on their fine motor skills with the Lego. It was a great STEM activity. They were problem solving. They had to keep um, remaking it because, you know, the hole had to be big enough to hold the coin and they couldn't have any holes on any of the sides. So really just talking to my coworker and just, you know, talking through what we would like to see done in our classroom and talking about the interests of our students and some of the skills we needed to reinforce, we came up with a great idea. And so really leaning into those coworkers, having chats with, you know, educator friends, like sometimes just talking through something out loud really helps you kind of formalize or solidify an idea in your brain oftentimes i'll tell my teaching partner like okay i have the start of an idea let me start talking about it out loud and bouncing this off of you and seeing where this leads i do this often with a lot of people <laughs> like my friends and everything because it's just such a great way for me as soon as i start talking about something all of a sudden the wheel starts spinning and i'm able to come up with a great idea so definitely having even if they don't work in your school, maybe you have, you know, you network and you find some Facebook groups with educator friends. You have a chat, uh, like a group chat with some educator friends. Ugh, there's just so many different ways that you can connect with other kindergarten educators, either through Instagram, Facebook, group chats, um, professional development. Like whenever you find a great connection with another educator, that can be a great resource for helping you develop your own ideas and to support the students in your classroom. They might also have some great ideas to share with you. 
So definitely lean on those coworkers and really start, you know, trying different things out and talking through things and finding some great um, ideas for your classroom. So those are kind of my four big tips for how I get ideas for planning in the kindergarten classroom. Again, please, if you are new to kindergarten, you're just starting on in kindergarten, you've only been doing it for a couple years, or maybe you're going back after a mat leave or something, please don't feel overwhelmed. You do not have to do all of these things at all. If you want to just start with those free, um, that free idea lists that I talked about earlier in this episode, they will be linked in the show notes for you. You can just start by scrolling through there and seeing if there's anything in those lists that you might want to um, use in your classroom. If it's just, you know, you're planning for the week, first week of school and you're feeling overwhelmed, maybe you talk to another kindergarten educator um, in your classroom, uh, in your school, sorry, um, to find ideas. If you are a teacher, this is gonna be my little rant because I see this a little, I'm an, I'm an early childhood educator, as I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast episode. And so my little rant, from things that I've seen in, on Facebook of usually teachers coming on to Facebook groups and asking like, where should I start for the first week of school? And the first question should be, if you have one, start by reaching out to your ECE partner. You know, the, as an early childhood educator, this is what I went to school for. I went to school to um, learn about child development and how to use play to um, build on skills that students need to be successful as they grow older. So definitely leaning on your ECE partner or your teacher partner if you have one. If not, then other coworkers within the school. And if there's no other kindergarten educators, even grade one educators would be great as well. If you don't have any coworkers to lean on, within your own school, you can expand into Facebook groups. Maybe you can do a networking session. Sometimes school boards hold networking sessions. There's lots of different um, ways you can reach out to other educators to build your your network so that you can um, have somebody to bounce ideas from or get ideas from. Instagram, Pinterest, also a great place. But remember, you do not have to do everything all of the time. There's just no chance nobody Nobody does that because there's just no way you're going to burn yourself out. Instead, I love making on Pinterest, like there's boards that you can curate on Instagram. There is the different um, save options to make your own collections. I That is my favorite way to save ideas and to get inspiration is to look through Instagram. There's some amazing content out there. So I really hope that you enjoyed this episode of the Creative Kindergarten Podcast. If you did, make sure you are subscribed so that you know whenever I put out new podcast episodes, which is usually every Tuesday, share it with any educator friends that you might know so that they can start listening to the podcast as well. And, you know, make sure you're following me over on my Instagram at Creative Kindergarten Blog on TPT. It's very long. Start typing in creative kindergarten and you'll find it. And I love to share lots of resources and ideas that you can use in your classroom. So also just there, just go grab, go take a look at what I've been sharing. I will be sharing like first week of school activities and things like that very soon so that you can start getting ideas. But thank you so much for joining me. I hope you have a great day and I will talk to you all next time.